1: You'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the No nonstop Viking Star. It's Purple daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. Mm. Okay, how many how many tweets or messages or emails to the Score North app did you guys see over the last 24 hours? People sending us the Lamar Jackson Vikings nugget, saying we need an emergency. People were calling for an emergency episode (laughs) yesterday, which is fair. It's fair. I love I love these people. Don't you
2: like I I love that 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 (laughs) we are all now conditioned to be like, oh, my God, Lamar Jackson possibility emergency.
1: Where's Judd? Judd six beers deep on his couch on a Sunday. Emergency podcast. Don't care. Dusty Roth. (laughs) <laughs> we don't so, care. we're gonna get into it here and we'll give you the, the latest on various vikings free agency uh updates fodder adam thielen has a new team we'll talk about all this stuff uh, the show is presented by by the way this is purple daily daily vikings entertainment we just want the vikings to win a super bowl before we die thank you for recently for those of you that listen on apple um and well thank you for listening or watching anywhere it helps the show wherever you consume but you guys made us the seventh Highest charting football podcast in America late last week, you crazy Vikings fans. So thank you. Uh, The show is presented by our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30G 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed. An AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system. A lot of megapixels. Ultra-realistic, true-to-life visuals powered by Vision, And booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Here is what Jeremy Fowler, friend of the show, former Vikings beat writer, mind you, Jeremy Fowler. I consider him a friend. I did personal friend, a close personal friend. Yeah, it's been a while since I've tipped a beer uh, back with Jeremy Fowler, but God. like, you know, he's a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was on Sports Center. I think it was yesterday morning. And I'm just gonna read you a quote here. I'm gonna. This is kind of a so there's a. There's sort of an aggregated version of this on Bleacher Report and then also on Bring Me the News locally here. But Fowler noted there hasn't been a firm offer sheet presented to Lamar Jackson at this point, but that the Tennessee Titans and Minnesota Vikings could emerge as suitors.
0: Hmm. Reckless Speculation.
1: And this is the direct quote from from the Sports Center appearance. This is where this is great. Jeremy, so Jeremy Fowler, he's an insider. Schefter gets like the big final scoops on things, right. but Fowler is super plugged into front offices and GMs and assistant GMs, and right. and so I feel like his role on ESPN to sort of supplement what Shefty does. He's like the the buzz and informational gathering guy. What are people saying in front offices? What are you sort of hearing? And then he'll pass along some of those nuggets. He says. There's been no firm offer sheet for Lamar right now. He has not signed his franchise tag, so all this has to be hashed out. And really, the draft could be a good indicator for the league because you you get got these top 10, I'm paraphrasing here, top 10 teams that maybe someone misses out on a quarterback. Maybe it's Indianapolis at four, he says. If they don't get their guy, they could pivot to Lamar Jackson. So it might actually take several weeks or months for this to play out. He even says if for some reason the Aaron Rodgers trade would fall through, Nobody expects that, but they could pivot to Jackson, right? So there's things out there. And when you talk about good fits, I asked some executives around the league what teams would make sense. They mentioned Tennessee, who just cleared a bunch of cap space, right? They're coming to the end of the Ryan Tannehill era. Absolutely. They have a new GM who's looking to to put his stamp on the roster. They could use a, a running back. They have experience with that in the past. Mobile quarterback Marcus Mariota, right? And even a wild card like Minnesota, (laughs) Kirk Cousins has one year left on his contract if they want to reestablish their identity there at quarterback. He doesn't just float stuff out on national TV for fun, right? He's not just like, oh, God, what do I talk about on my national TV hit here on Sunday, right? There's a a reason why he didn't lead with it because it's not likely. But there's a reason right. why he specifically said the Minnesota Vikings, because there's some steam around the league that maybe they are maybe oh. interested in having a conversation, maybe, uh, maybe some coffee over an offer sheet at some point.
2: Well, and they've got to decide, you know, what are they going to do? And in their world, as we've talked about a thousand times already, it's important to stay competitive. So what are they going to do to remain competitive um, with Kirk at this point in time? I'll phrase this gently. For the Crusaders at this point in time, it looks like 2023 will be Kirk's last year could change. But like right now you have to assume until there's until there's an extension, which ordinarily by now there is and with Kirk there's not, you have to assume that this is is it. So yeah, I think that if you're putting the uh, pieces of the puzzle together and you are an an executive around the league and examining what teams make sense, you know, Kevin O'Connell creative offensive coach,
1: I think he could work pretty
2: well with a mobile quarterback,
1: don't you? And maybe Lamar could come in, sit behind Kirk for a year, and kind of learn the offense. What do <laughs> yeah. you think? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, you're funny. That's very, very funny. You could have about $80 million in, in uh, cap uh, hit tied up in your quarterbacks. It would be great. So let's address this.
2: I, here's, I think this is a really interesting conversation, okay? And I think that there are pros and cons. But let's address uh, something that bugs me. And it's this about Jackson. There's a lot to talk about with him. But I get annoyed now when I immediately see things that were used against him in the draft, where he fell past Mike Hughes and subsequently has become, without question, a very, very good player at the position that he played in college, which at the time some were suggesting, I don't know if he can play that position in the pros. So so can we put to bed as we begin this this conversation that it has any that any con to it has anything to do with let's say I don't know if he's accurate enough but I don't know if he can
1: could... i mean we're frontal on this show Pete Bursich, Vikings radio analyst, literally tweeted yesterday he retweeted you know the the steam of Lamar Jackson and said, you know Kevin O'Connell looks for accurate quarterbacks to run his system. Lamar Jackson is not accurate, therefore basically like stop talking about this." So, you know, I mean, he's the yeah. one that generated the buzz seen, on Twitter yesterday. And well I've seen more
2: than, than that. But I, but I mean, that, that just to me is a non-starter. Like, I'm not going to sit, sit here and dismiss this as, well, they can't do that. Look at how he plays quarterback. You know, it's not accurate enough. It's a ridiculous, it was ridiculous at the time. It's been proven Ridiculous. And so, yeah, for Pete and all of the people who say that, it's just like, what are you even talking about at this point? You know what? Lamar Jackson might have really struggled in 1975.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, there's, some, there's some data that can kind of back this up. The, the, the number I'm going to throw at you, I don't know if it I, – I would appreciate a scout's eye to accompany this, but last year, for instance, if you take all the starting quarterbacks that played at least uh, a handful of games as a starter, and there was 41 of them, They have on PFF, they have what's called adjusted completion percentage. So Uh it's essentially an accuracy rate, but it's, it's, you strip away throwaways, you strip away drops, you strip away interceptions, and you, well, actually, interceptions are included. Uh, And you, and you just include the targeted throws that are, that are, that have, that are caught or incomplete because it's your fault, not because of the drop. And uh, Kirk Cousins was 12th last year, 76.7%. Mm-hmm. Lamar was 20th, 74.6%. So, literally, like a 2% difference in adjusted completion percentage mm-hmm. between these two guys. But the difference is Lamar had one of the highest average depth of targets in the NFL. Right. He's, he was yeah. being asked to throw the ball further down the field, or just that's the way it sort of worked out with, you know, maybe on the plays where he escaped the pocket, he's looking further down the field. It's just a totally different style. Yep. Do I think Lamar Jackson is as pinpoint accurate? Here's a guy on a slant across the field, put it right in the perfect spot. I'll take Kirk Cousins for that. But if Kirk is slightly better than Lamar at that, right? And you could maybe debate that. And this is where I'd want a scout's eye. Let's say Kirk is slightly better than Lamar at that. Well, then Lamar can say, cool, I'm going to run for 800 yards. (laughs) I'm going to keep plays alive, right? I'm going to, and then Kirk could come over and say, okay, cool, but I'm going to play the extra four games that you don't because you get hurt. Like, there's, and and that's where the conference, but that's,
2: that's a fair part. So so I think that that is the last thing that you just said Phil. I think it's an incredibly fair part of this conversation which is if you're going to sign Jackson and plus give up the compensation that it's going to take to get him. Can you count on him playing? I think that is a fair debate. I mm-hmm. that that to me is totally that's where it starts not with well I don't think you can play quarterback cuz that's my that's my viewpoint. Yeah. But yes, I think health is 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 huge and look there is no question that it would be hypocritical of this show to right now sit here and say, Oh my Lamar Jackson, pay him whatever. This is fantastic. When when we have made the case, and especially you, Phil, but we all have made the case that the salary cap hit is a major issue for any quarterback, not just Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And if he's not playing every game because now you know he's out for three or, or four games. And and he has played twelve games each of the last two years. So he has missed. We're now at seventeen. So he has missed a handful of games each of the past two years. That becomes an issue. So I think there's a conversation here that is that can be very much had on the con side of a potential move. Uh, but I think it starts with availability, and then for sure compensation and salary.
1: Well, and let's so let's let's drill down real quick on because you're right we have been sort of banging the drum about roster construction for years. And that, I think that also applies to any team that would sign Lamar Jackson. You just have to be really careful when the Vikings did it with Kirk five years ago. And he became, I think one of the, he might've been the highest. I'm trying to think of if there was any other quarterbacks that had a higher, that was the biggest guaranteed contract. He was also in the mix for just highest average annual value at the time. I think he might've been for that one glimpse. And then maybe like, Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryan or someone signed a new contract. But he was like, at the time the Vikings signed Kirk Cousins, their roster was good enough, and they could afford it cap-wise to overpay him a little bit and have a bloated contract. And their defense was still good. for They just didn't get it done, right? They got beat in the second round in 2019. Right, That's my biggest concern here with Lamar Jackson and the Vikings, is that, and we don't know exactly what he wants, but the Deshaun Watson contract is kind of the Holy Grail measuring stick yeah. That's what and that's to. a fully guaranteed five year 230. It's, it's 46 million a year. Um, Watson was 27 when he signed. Jackson's 26 right now. So there's, you know, he's, I'm sure he's holding that up, right? Josh Allen makes 43. Patrick Mahomes, this is average annual value. Patrick Mahomes makes 45. Watson, 46. He's going to want to land in that area, average annual value, whether it's fully guaranteed, whether it's a five year deal, a four year deal. We'll have to find out. Are, is the Vikings roster good enough right now, and I know the answer to plop a forty five million dollar quarterback on top of it, or is that just gonna prevent you from being able to build out the things that have eroded in the last five years, right? now, yeah. if the contract is long enough and it's sort of it's somewhat flexible, you could pick two or three seasons to sort of shrink his cap hit, push it into other seasons, right but if if the answer is boy, it's gonna be really hard most years to win with a $45 million quarterback. Um, I think the, the list of guys you can do it with is very short, right? It's Patrick Mahomes. They just won a Super Bowl. Highest cap hit to ever win a Super Bowl. Yep. I think Joe Burrow's going to be on that list when he gets paid. Like, I would pay Joe Burrow and just figure the rest out later. I don't know if Lamar Jackson rises up on that. I don't know if he's a pay him whatever he wants and figure out the rest kind of a guy. That might get you stuck in the same spot you've been in for the last five years. Even though I think he's better overall than Kirk Cousins, it might put you in the same spot. That's my biggest concern.
2: There's a couple of things at work for me here. First of all, um, you're going to have to pay in the next couple of years. Justin Jefferson, Christian Darasaw, and by the way, Laramie Tunsil just got a contract. If you didn't see it, go back and look. Um, I think it was on Saturday. That creates another bracket, which you know what they deserve it. But the left tackles now, you know, have they've always gotten paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tunsil's contract sort of Resets things. And so Derrissaw is going to get paid huge bucks, and he's going to, going to deserve that. So, yeah, that becomes the problem. Can you then fit in, or could you potentially fit in Jackson? The other thing is, too, while if you were convinced that you couldn't find a quarterback, two first-round picks is probably not a huge price to pay If this, if you just couldn't find one. You know, keep in mind, Kevin O'Connell was hired here in part to do exactly that. Like, if Zimmer was quarterback-friendly, this would have been more of a Zimmer-era move, which is, I can't really find one of these guys, and 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 this guy's really good. Um, but because O'Connell is going to hopefully de- develop one, I really think your chips, the more I think about this and look at who you're going to have to pay and look at what the philosophy with Kirk is, you, you guys, I really think that they have their sights set on, on on I don't know exactly how but drafting one.
1: But here's the crazy thing, to to draft one like this year for instance, you'd have to give up a future first round pick to move up into the top 5 or 6 to get like the fourth quarterback off the board unless you thought Hendon Hooker in the second or third draft you could finagle your way into the second round somehow. Well,
2: but but the so here's the so here's where I think that that there's a, a hair to split that becomes intriguing. If I give up two first-round picks for Jackson, I'm getting a known commodity, but I'm doing it at a huge price, which, again, Correct. goes back to the Cousins problem. If I give up first-round picks to move up, for instance, but my but my coach is like, this is my guy, I'm going to develop him, and I trust said coach. Now, yes, the price is big, but I'm getting five years of control of that, that kid's salary.
1: And you get the insurance of not – you get you get the extra, let's say – you know, $40 million, a year, $35, $40 million a year yes. to build out a stronger roster That's if the you do whole point. it the right
0: way, right? Absolutely. Mm. Dex. Right, Dex, where are you at with this? <laughs> so to go back from the original points of, well, he he's not an accurate passer. That is some of the biggest BS and the same crap that was thrown at him when he was drafted 32nd overall and when he should be goal-playing wide receiver or tight end. Lamar Jackson won an NFL MVP award in 2019.
1: He's also Kirk more Cousins, accurate than Josh Allen. Yeah. Way or just, he's just just as, if not more accurate, than Josh Allen,
0: right? Kirk Cousins and 95% of the quarterbacks in the NFL have not won an NFL MVP award. So we're, I know availability and price are a big parameter here of getting Lamar Jackson. But is Lamar Jackson better than Kirk Cousins? Definitively, yes. It's not close, in my opinion. It's not even close. He's younger He's won an NFL MVP. He is dynamic. He can do things that most quarterbacks in the in the world cannot do. So the, the if you're worried about a 63% completion percentage over a guy who won an NFL MVP three years ago, where your quarterback and Kirk Cousins, who you are defending, hasn't even come close to sniffing the conversation, what are you really arguing there? Now, if you want to get into the compensation and you want to get into how much you want to pay him, all right, that is that is a tough debate, and that's going to be tough to figure out. But if you're just straight up asking who is the better quarterback, Lamar Jackson or Kirk Cousins, and do you have an opportunity to go get an NFL MVP and put them on your roster, you have to consider those conversations. It's not a full full stop for me. You have yeah. to at least consider it.
1: This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday, as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard show app wherever you get your podcast or visit com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard show app now and join the conversation. Another thing that would help if if let's say there are some issues with pinpoint, you know, putting the ball exactly where it needs to be, right? Well, having a he's never had a Justin Jefferson to play with. That's uh, R- R- Rashad, Rashad Bateman would probably have some thoughts based on his tweet a couple weeks ago about why that is or what the Ravens do or don't do. But, you know, I think the exciting prospect for Lamar Jackson would be wherever you sign is the, is there a, a rock solid or, or, or a rock star, you know, sort of future hall of fame receiver that you can lean into. There's another interesting dynamic here for the Vikings or any other team, but the Vikings specifically, because they already have, they already have a quarterback under contract who's, very good and had eight fourth quarter comebacks last year right and if you dipped your toes in the, in these waters ideally cuz there's the ravens can match right you'd have to, you'd have to offer a contract big enough to where the ravens would say cuz like the, the, the ravens want him back the ravens don't just like the ravens got frustrated with the way the negotiations went and the fact that his mom is his agent and it's kind of a weird setup but the ravens would ideally like him to test the market find out what the Ravens knew all along, which is, yeah, you're just like, you're not going to get a $230 million guaranteed contract. You're, you're too banged up and, you know, you just, you're going to get enough money, but you're not go, go test the market and then we will match what the market says. you'd have to offer a contract yeah. that's uncomfortable enough for the Ravens where they would say, we'd rather have the two first round picks. And all while doing this, you'd have to do it in a stealth enough way to where Kirk Cousins bridge doesn't get burned. Or, like the Falcons last year with Deshaun Watson, you'd have to just do it publicly, not worry about the bridge getting burnt, and then when your quarterback comes back and says, I'm sad, please trade me, then you'd have to start over. Like the the Falcons, you guys remember that? Deshaun? They they were all in on Deshaun Watson, and they thought they were going to get him. And Matt Ryan's sitting over there like, boy, we've been married for like uh, yeah. 14 years here, and you're, I'm, I'm like watching you cheat on me over here. Then they failed to get him, now, in retrospect, was it the worst thing that Matt Ryan at this stage in his career left? But these are things you have to consider. If you pursue Lamar Jackson, you effectively burn the bridge with Kirk Cousins. And now you might be left with neither of them. And so. Kirk
2: Cousins is still good. You know, in Ryan's case, it's like, oh, darn, we offended you. Bye. You know, in Cousins' case, <laughs> that's a problem. I, I just, to me, the timing seems wrong here. Like, it's just, it's, it's a year premature. Um, I, I think the Vikings are very much on the lookout for a quarterback. Do I think that they're trying to add a a huge financial investment in one r- right now that uh, potentially could or would cost them two first-round picks or some type of big trade? No, I don't. But, you know, j- just the context. Um, So the Ravens actually offered Jackson a contract that he turned down. That was five years, $250 million, $133 million dollars guaranteed before last season. And so he said no, peace out. I'll wait. Um, but that gives you a little bit of the context of, of the type of payday he is looking for. And again, just to go back to the point, is that's my biggest thing. I really don't have an interest in seeing the Vikings um jump back into bed with a quarterback who is going to basically eat up your, your cap room and now stop you from doing the same exact things that Kirk has and Jackson is very clearly like it's been it's out there that he wants to exceed what Deshaun Watson got fully guaranteed and one is okay I'm probably not paying that but two is it feels to me like from the amount of teams that announced immediately oddly we're out thank you I feel like the league after the cousins but especially more so the Watson contract has drawn a line and said it don't call it collusion but we've decided that these deals are not in the best interest of a league that has fully guaranteed money often but never before this has basically said your entire contract is guaranteed
1: well okay so i'm just looking right now at the at the total guaranteed rankings so there's total guaranteed and then there's fully guaranteed Um, is the difference that the total guaranteed has triggers? Like if you're still on the roster on your fourth year, then the next year's guaranteed. Should I be looking at the fully guaranteed or the total guaranteed or do you, Uh, in his case, in Jackson's the fully, fully, the fully? Yes. Okay. So the fully here, this is crazy. So Kirk got 84 million fully guaranteed five years ago, right? First time ever. Yep. So since then here here are the here are the current fully guaranteed contracts wherever they are on you know Deshaun Watson 230 million fully guaranteed the next highest guarantee is half of that basically right. 124 million fully guaranteed Russell Wilson So the Ravens basically said all right uh, we'll make you we'll give you the second biggest fully guaranteed contract ever or it well the whole contract isn't fully guaranteed but we'll give you the second biggest full guarantee, right? Kyler Murray 103 million fully guaranteed, Aaron Rodgers 101 million fully guaranteed, Josh Allen 100 million fully guaranteed. So they get five guys in the nine-figure fully guaranteed club. Um real quick on the Kirk front cuz people are wondering, well wait a second, this uh this like re sort of maneuvering of his contract that they did to free up cap space for this year, how does that impact? Does it make it more or less likely that he's traded? Depends on how you look at it. From the Vikings' perspective, a pre-June 1st trade of Kirk Cousins would would bring his the, the the amount of cap that you'd have to eat would go from it's currently a twenty million dollar cap hit after the reshuffling. You'd have to eat thirty six million in dead cap for this season if you traded him to clear room for Lamar Jackson. You would you would not be clearing room really at all this year for Lamar, but then you'd be free of it beyond 2023. A post-June 1st trade. And Kirk Cousins' dead cap would be only ten million dollars for two thousand twenty-three, but it would still be twenty-eight million in dead cap for two thousand twenty-four. So no matter what, you have like thirty-six to thirty-eight million dollars in dead cap for Cousins that's spread across this year and next year if you were to trade him. But the team acquiring him, I believe, would acquire a really low base salary. Uh-huh. Like the team, it actually makes it, I think, more appealing to a team but less appealing for the Vikings. The Vikings are basically eating more of the cap, if I'm understanding this correctly.
2: Yeah, and I, I just don't think the Vikings, from a quarterback standpoint, are prepared right now to put themselves back in, in a position of dealing with the with the f- financial issues or heartache that they have with Kirk. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just think, and, and especially not with Kirk still there, and, and really, if you think about it, unless you get an incredibly um, – A great offer to trade Kirk and because he's got a complete no trade Kirk signs off you know there's not a real incentive to try and trade him too like they don't have to pivot off him yet and and so I think the Vikings rightfully so with again a coach that can identify quarterbacks I think that they feel that that they're in the catbird seat here in a way by taking Kirk down to down to his or through his last year and then worst case pivot from from there but you know you know, the one thing that we haven't considered here is if Kevin O'Connell is is sort of a, a hybrid of the Shanahan coaching tree, blah, blah, blah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he looks at Kyle as as, as like his guy, right? Like if like McVay is great, too. But if you look at Kyle, Kyle is, I think, the quarterback whisperer. You know, the one thing we have never discussed is would they go down because they're, they're going to be paying guys like J.J. and Daresaw. Would they go down the Garoppolo path and try and find not not him, but would they try and find a Garoppolo? You mean tra- Shanahan- like
1: tra- trade for a a backup that's shown yes. some flashes or something? Yes, that O'Connell really likes, like the and- like the Patriots uh, backup to Mac Jones. That's name yes. is escaping me. Like a guy like that or something. Not not Stidham. The other no, one, no.
2: Uh, the guy with a great name. Um, uh, I, I name Hold
1: on. No, we're going to stop the show until we. OK, let's stop this. it. Okay. Let's, let's let's People take a break. Shouting out there. Uh... Let's, let's let's take.
2: In fact, you know what? While we are going to take this break, let me tell you about my friends at Livia. Bailey Zappy.
1: Bailey Zappy, ba- oh, Zappy. Ba-
2: ba- Bailey Zappi. All right. Hold on a second. I had a great idea. <laughs> I want to talk to you about my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who who help me drop weight. And guess what? They're going to help you too. in fact, lose 10 or more pounds in the first two weeks. I got a note from a guy who checked it in with me about a month back. In fact, that's Sports Dad on the left. And yes, that's Sports Dad looking very dapper on the right, thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. I got a note from a guy named uh, Steve who checked in a few weeks back and said, I'm considering the program. Um, I'm tired of my weight. I want to lose it. Do you really recommend it? And I said, yes, absolutely. I said, it works, and here's the best part. It not only helps you, as you can see in the picture, uh, from the guy on the left and right, it helps you drop the weight, but then they help you keep that weight off. I got to know from Steve on Saturday, he's lost 17-plus pounds already. He is doing great. Be like Steve. Be like me. This absolutely works. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Eight weeks free if you join today. That's right. You get your first eight weeks for free. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com.
1: A shout out to our friends too at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. like They're like having a great offensive line for your business. Just It's frontline protection. It's 100 plus years of experience as a guiding, navigating hand for businesses. They specialize in a number of different industries. You can find a full list at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. Um all right, any any just you want to wrap thoughts here on uh, Lamar Jackson before we do a quick little update on Vikings free agency?
2: I like the fact that it sounds like the Vikings are kicking lots of tires. I just think that if nothing else, the timing and price point are are very wrong here.
1: Dex, Jackson? what about you? Any final final like would you would you do it or not? Forty five million a year, would you do it or not?
0: I don't think I'd do it, but man, if they sign the NFL or sign a former NFL MVP to improve their roster. I am very intrigued at the 2023 Vikings. I, it would be incredible. It would be incredibly awesome. Imagine cousins it would there.
1: be, I mean, it would be a blast. Let's be honest with you. It would be <laughs> exciting. It would be fun. It'd be probably be great for the show to just have something like that happen. But you know, again, I, it's, it's hard to sit here. I, I don't think, I think he's really good. I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes good. I don't think he's Joe Burrow good. Josh Allen's kind of a weird one. I'm trying to figure out which quarterbacks are in the category of just literally pay them whatever and you'll figure it out. Like the Chiefs said, we're going to pay Patrick Mahomes whatever. And because of that, we're going to trade Tyreek Hill and we'll figure it out. And they did. And they won a Super Bowl. I don't know if Jackson is that guy. I think he's a, I think he's a tier below. And so for that reason, if it happened, it would be a blast. I don't think you can do it and pay Justin Jefferson and pay Christian Darisaw and fill out the rest of a championship roster unless you get super lucky in the draft and just nail like fifth rounder, sixth rounder, et cetera. So I, w- I guess I would rather use first round picks and the cap space to draft a quarterback and build a monster roster, but uh, I'm here for it if it happens. Jeremy
2: Fowler, it. thank you.
1: Thank <laughs> you for the weekend gift. Yes, dude. Yes. Okay, we're at rapid fire here through a few news items from the week here. Adam Thielen on to better things. Hello. Adam Thielen you're so, signs.
2: You're, you're so stuck on that one. I love it. <laughs>
1: I'm not stuck on it. I just think it's funny. All right. So, according to Doogie here, Doogie had the scoop on the contract last night. It's a three year contract with the Carolina Panthers, 25 million total over three years, 14 million guaranteed, and 10 million in the first year. So, it's uh it's a very front-loaded contract cuz he's 32 years old but he goes to the uh, to the Panthers who have the first overall pick. They got Frank Reich and like I think they have some interesting things brewing on defense there but your thoughts on Adam Thielen to the Panthers.
2: If I was to use a word to describe this transaction and agreement, it would be clarity. Thielen made it very clear and and you know what? He was being upfront. Rings? Yeah. Super bowl appearances? Respect. Playing time yeah. and respect and patting my stats, damn right, damn right. This is what I suspected. This is, he He legitimately just thinks, he, he basically is the kid that wants to be picked first at recess. And if he wins, oh. awesome. But you know what? He's going to get the football. It's what he, he wants. If anything, this, I think, bolsters the Vikings' decision to say, okay, that's it, bye.
1: It is interesting because my my thought it it seems like he probably got more money here than the Vikings would have. We don't know exactly what the Vikings were asking for on that pay cut. Maybe that'll come out at some point. But uh, he probably got as much or more money to go play for a different team, which is great. But that team that team's going to be feistier than people think. Yeah, but that team's feisty. not that team's not winning a Super Bowl in but, the next two years. But he'll get the ball a ton. So he kind of he kind of made that decision. You're right. I think he made that decision. Now could. Did he exhaust other options? Did he go to the Chiefs? Did he go to the five best teams, the Chiefs, you know, whoever else, and say, "Hey, uh, you know, I want to make a couple million dollars. I'm not going to play for free here, but I really want to win a championship, and I think I've got gas in the tank." And then he got told no. I don't know how close did the did he come close to you know a Jets thing with Rodgers or something? Not that that team would. I don't think that team's in line to win a Super Bowl either, even with Aaron Rodgers. But it is interesting. He goes to kind of a lesser team that's in a retool mode so he can go and try and catch 80 passes again.
0: So Best of well, luck. Have well, fun with the rookie quarterback.
1: Well put, Declan. Yeah, best go of luck. You'll get him, man. All right, Vikings. Uh, the Vikings brought in a former Packers defensive lineman, just kind of a depth guy. Dean Lowry spent the last seven years in Green Bay as uh, just a regular, fairly anonymous interior defensive lineman for them. Six foot six, about 300 pounds. Uh, he was a fourth-round pick out of Northwestern. Back in 2016, um, he did generate 42 pressures in 2021 in uh, 718 snaps. So he can he can get after the quarterback a little bit here and there, but he's just kind of a depth guy, just kind of a guy that's going to come in and you know, play 500 snaps, my guess is. You need guys like that.
2: I'm curious still, is that, is that the third, like, a little bit under the radar position at which the Vikings might use their first-round pick? That's yeah. the thing that that's the thing they're, they're they're definitely they don't have the guy there yet. And I guess my question is, do, do they consider that uh, something that it's mandatory that they address in a big way before 2023? Or is that on a list, a wish list? And it's going to be addressed eventually, but not necessarily immediately.
1: Yeah, it makes them this signing again makes them less desperate to draft an interior defensive lineman yeah. with your first pick. Right. Just like the, the Byron Murphy signing and then uh, Oli Udo resigns on a one year contract. He's been kind of a punching bag because he was not good as a starter at guard, but he's a good swing backup offensive lineman, better at tackle than at guard, so I am I'm on board with Oli Udo, but this does continue the getting the band back together thing that they're doing with this offensive line.
2: Yeah, but I I don't really struggle with that one. Um yes the guard, yes uh, the the right guard uh, scares me. But again, you started him, if I'm not mistaken, all 17 games. And you played him a ton. Ed Ingram is going to get every chance, wh- whether we like it or not, to prove he sucks. And last year was rough. But they stuck with him. And and I guess I guess I admire this to a certain degree. If you were going to make the commitment that they did to a high draft pick, I will say that, then you need to see that through. So, yes, it's getting the band back together at a position group, but that sure beats getting the band back together for the entire roster.
1: Yep. Yep. So, uh, and then, uh, you know, was still no movement on the Zadarius Smith slash Dalvin Cook front. I think the the odds on uh, favorite for Zadarius Smith would be that at this point, because that roster bonus kicked in, that they would find, they probably have a trade lined up is my guess. And they're just, I don't think they let that kick in on Friday if they don't have like a sixth round pick lined up. I think. The uh, next, otherwise, why would they let that trigger?
2: I I think now that, that the the first wave here of the free agency period is done, I think the next trigger point is the draft. Okay. Like I think things get done at the draft. I, I'm not going to be surprised within the next month if we have um, some at least steam Daniel Hunter wise as well. That's the other thing. Like like we we've been teasing it, and I have not heard it talked about or written about much. But I think that's the next thing where his camp is now going to say, all right, guys, free agency's done. How are you going to take care of of our guy? And as we discussed last week, there's a decision to make there. It's not a slam dunk.
1: Have they maybe decided to that, Okay, we're going to redo one of their contracts. Ideally, it's Daniels because he's younger than Zedarius and he's, we think, healthier at this point. But we're going to redo one and we're going to trade the other. And we basically have the draft as a trigger point, And then we have training yeah. camp slash week one as a trigger point that they could sort. Of, it, it is to me, it is a little bit risky yeah. that they, that they let that, unless I'm missing something that they let that bonus trigger. It's like a, just a $5 million um, hit. That's now on your books. for well, Darius Smith,
2: if the Hunter thing though, is brewing in the background and like it, it's not out yet, but it's brewing. It, it makes a lot more sense to create some security there. Mm-hmm like it's not a cheap price but but the thing is if you agree because I, I think for him to step on the field again Zadarius is going to want more cash from you but the length of the agreement would probably get nowhere near what daniel wants
1: Yeah. yep so stay tuned on the the vikings edge rusher front and uh, there you go there's your lamar jackson little lamar jackson reckless speculation on a monday here who needs coffee You you still need coffee, even though we just gave you a a jolt of reckless speculation.
2: I'm on my second mug, dude. I I need a coffee.
1: Wow. Good for you guys. So, All right, that's a wrap. Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Not sure if Lamar Jackson would be the one to make that happen, but it would be certainly fun to watch him try. So we'll see you guys tomorrow.